Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode are Heather. Hi, Heather. Hello, Becky. And Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Becky. Um, thanks for joining me. You know, it's getting colder, the weather, not where Amanda is, but the rest of us, it's cold. Um, so our reading should be getting better, right, guys? I hope. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm doing okay. You're doing okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are skipping term of the week um, again this week. And instead, we are going to talk about book news happening in the book world. Um, because there's just been a shit ton of crap happening in the book Every world. Every day. Uh-huh. So one of the first things I want to talk about is we did, Lindsay and I, I think it was a year or so ago, we did a quick shot of romance for a Pippa Green book. It was a hockey book in their Minnesota Raiders series. And recently it came to light that the author name Pippa Green is being sued by author Pippa Grant. Because Pippa Grant is claiming that Pippa Green put their name too close to each other and stole their aesthetic for covers and all sorts of crazy stuff. And there's an actual lawsuit in Virginia, which we can't figure out why it's in Virginia, because the author duo Pippa Pippa Green lives in Australia and the Pippa Grant lives in Colorado. So we don't know why it's in Virginia. Interesting. But they're suing, Pippa Grant's suing because the name is too close. The covers look the same. And I'm interested to see where this case goes. I just looked it up and the author name just changed. It did. They About a year ago. So oh, okay. in the summer, fall of 2022, they changed the name from Pippa Green to Eden Dunn mm-hmm. um, because they were sent a cease and desist letter from Pippa Grant saying your name is too close to mine and they changed it. But apparently it's alleged in this court document that they did a marketing seminar at a romance reader or romance authors conference and said, when you're branding, Look at names that are popular and get th- do things that are similar. That's what we did with Pippa Grant. Oh. But, you guys, this happens in publishing all the time. Think about how many titles are similar. How many covers all look the same. You're constantly, as an author, told, go look at what's selling best and make sure your cover looks similar. And how many uh-huh. authors have similar names? Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. I used I mean, the but... example Claire Kingsley and Kelsey mm-hmm. Kingsley. Those names are almost the same. Yeah. And so there are ramifications that if this suit goes through, one of them could sue each other and say, hey, they're copying me. Their covers look similar. I mean, not those ugly truck covers that Claire Kingsley did. Because those are fucking ugly. Um, Kelsey Kingsley has better covers, but but they what? are similar. Okay. It might just be going too far. 
Well, so let's talk about Too Far because that leads into the next drama in the book world. An author last Christmas wrote a Why Choose Snowden holiday <laughs> romance. And an author released a new Why Choose holiday romance with a red cover. Both books have red covers um, recently. And the first author made book statements, statements on this other author's social media saying, oh, this teaser was so spicy. It sounds just like my book. She, on, an, on a cover reveal um, graphic, said, oh, wow, where'd you get the idea for Red? And the new book was called Wrapped in Them. The previous book was called, was it Tied Up in Tinsel? Tangled in Tinsel. Tangled in Tinsel. tinsel. And there are like seven other books with the name Tangled in Tinsel that were written previous to this yeah, book. I mean, and how many Christmas books have red That's covers? <laughs> I mean, seriously. And how many books have Christmas and Snowden? Colors in general are red. Exactly. And Snowden. And why choose? Yeah. And this author has gone completely unhinged. She's had Instagram stories. She's commenting on other people's reviews of the book. The author was so scared she unpublished her book. She unpublished it because she was worried because she had been constantly belittled and bullied by this author. And the, the Tangled in Tinsel author has a very fanatic fan base and has some very high influential friends. And the, the author with the current book, Wrapped in Them, was worried that it would tank her career. So she just pulled it and does not have any plans to republish it. And through this whole weekend that this author has been unhinged, there was at one point a one-star review on Goodreads saying <laughs> how this book was the same as this that this wrapped in them was the same book as Tangled and Tenciled and Tangled and Tenciled was a better book. I went and checked before we recorded this episode and that review is now gone. That review was put up by an account that had only completed and read nine other books and had been created the same day that the review was left. So who put that review there? Yeah. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Weird, right? Weird. But again, nobody owns a trope. Nobody owns a holiday. Nobody owns a subgenre. Nobody owns a color. Well, if we can own a color, then I would like to own a couple colors. So, yeah, same. Also, names like Heather. I was born in the 70s, in case you can't tell. Oh, probably because I don't know how many Heathers there are in the world. Right. So many. Right. Like, same with mine. It's just, it's just feels like it's gone too far. And when you show your whole ass, which is what these couple of authors are doing right now, they're showing their whole ass to the internet. Mm -hmm. And nobody seems to want to clean this up. And I was talking to another author who's a friend of the podcast who we just adore. And because I made the comment that if this, if, this author that's been bullying, if she, her PR company doesn't step in and do something, drop her, 
put out a statement, something, it's going to start to reflect affect the other authors that are repped by this PR company. As we saw it happen when the whole Willow Winters thing went down 18 months ago. And I was talking to this author and she said, well, you know, PR companies for romance books are not real PR companies, meaning they do not have any crisis management training. They do not know how to issue statements and apologies. And what I'm saying is if you own a PR company, you might want to find someone with that service and get them mm-hmm. on staff or at the very minimum, get them to do some seminars and trainings for your author and your employees, because just ignoring the bullying, not a good luck. That it should be some PD. I mean, some PD needs to be happening. Professional development. If people aren't aware of what that means. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't say DP because when you first said it, I thought you said DP and I'm like, no, well, this, this just took a turn. <laughs> Professional development. <laughs> that a- means educate yourself. It's just bonkers. The thing is, is this author is going on people's. Well, she's commenting on TikToks. She's commenting on Instagram posts. And trying to defend herself. Like, how do you defend that you're a bully? Don't. I have no words. So the last piece I want to talk about before we get into what this episode's about is a New York Times, USA Today, best-selling traditional and only traditional published author decided to not only show her whole ass... But she did it, like, multiple times. She really did. So we are talking about Jodi Pico. Um, Pico. Whatever. Pickled, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like the salsa. Pico, Pico salsa. Oh, Pico. Yeah. So I think it's pronounced Pico. She um, went, to t- went on to TikTok to talk about how Basically, indie author is a lot of work and it's not really successful. And that if you want to be a real author and be successful, your best course of action is to only be a trad pub author. And I, she went on to talk about the amount of work that's required of indie authors and basically said, you guys, you know, you suck. And if you have to do all that work, then your books aren't very good or well-written. And the video's out there. She has since taken the video down. And as of recording of this, she's issued an apology. But, oh, my God, you guys, it was not the apology she needed to issue. Mm -mm. the air quote apology i see heather doing the air quotes Mm -hmm. yeah it was what carolina called a pr apology she probably does have a crisis management team at this point or because she's trad pub has a crisis management team from the publisher Mm -hmm. um it was basically you she should have known that her words would be misinterpreted and that she was misunderstood what she was trying to say was that trad pub can be a long road, but in the end, the rewards are that much better because lots of things are taken off of your plate. Now, 
TradPub is called backhanded compliment. Right. And TradPub is not perfect. Mm -mm. They whitewash books. There's Mm -hmm. no diversity in publication. Voices are being muted. Mm -hmm. And it is old white men and white women making the calls as to what books are being published in TradPub. If you handed me a TradPub book or an India uh, published book, nine times out of ten, I would choose an indie published. Same. And I'm I'm not saying yeah. indie publishing is perfect. No. Um, you know, Lindsay and I just got off of some quick shots that are a little unhinged that were indie published books that had some problems. All of that being said, it while it wasn't perfect, there is a level of respect you give to those authors for doing it and doing the hustles. And how many times do we hear? So like author Nisha Sharma is mostly trad pub. She's a hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. She's the, her trad pub books. She hustles just as hard for those yes. as she does for her um, indie published stuff because mm-hmm. the company doesn't give her any marketing money. The marketing is very limited. And yeah, I, I think I was listening book. to Yeah, and I think I was listening to an episode that you guys did earlier, um, maybe like early in the podcast, and you were talking to an author who said, you know, that they were traditionally published and they had to work even harder yeah. to do their own marketing when they were traditionally published. Well, we look at like Sawyer Bennett. She was with Love Swept. She was part of Penguin Random House. And she's had a Montlake contract. She is now doing everything she can to buy back her books. Because she has no control over that backlist that was traditionally published. And like she knows that there is money in paperbacks right now, right? How many of us would sacrifice our husbands for copies of The Cold Fury? Have him immediately. Yeah. Like, I'm seriously, I would sell Mike for Chicago Aces books from Kelly Jameson. Like, to have those paperbacks? Yes. I mean, I'll keep Ollie and the other two dogs, but they could have Perry. I mean, but those authors are desperately trying to get their books back. Because they have no control over the backlist anymore. And you look at someone like Renna Morgan, who her stuff, her paperbacks are no longer available. Talk about selling some people for that. Right. Mm-hmm. She only, ha- you can only get her books in e-copies now because it was limited run paperbacks. And as we're seeing, paperbacks are making a comeback. The current reader, they seem to be preferring, not us, we must be the exception. The, the current readers prefer paperbacks. We want ebooks because it's easier and faster. Yeah, I only buy the ebooks to put on my shelf. Yeah. Yeah. The paperbacks only come out so that I have beautiful or, yeah, shelf I space. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mike Burrier likes to build shelves. That's why I buy paperbacks. It's his favorite thing to do. That's what we tell ourselves. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that is our unhinged news, book news, new news, whatever you want to call it, um, for this episode. And actually, I'm going to start doing, in Patreon, it will not roll out till December, but we will start doing news segments over on Patreon of 
book deals that are getting signed, happenings in the book world. Um, so I'm gearing up for that and we'll kind of start answering questions about book world happenings over on the Patreon starting in December. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, but let's talk about what we're talking about this episode. Mm-hmm. Let's. Um, so on this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we are going to talk about anticipated reads. What books we're looking forward to in November, December of 2023 and what's coming in 2024. But also, how do we keep track of them? How do we find them? And we are also going to talk about books and authors that might be flying under the radar that we just think we need to talk about. We might have talked about them previously. We might do quick shots for them. Um, but these are authors that we are constantly going to talk about until you um, read them. So, yes, uh, you know, it's basically the Renna Morgan episode. If you aren't reading that, <laughs> fucking read it. Um, you can also check out our previous episode, episode 148, for romance books that we think need more hype. That will even give you more books we think you should be reading. Um, okay, friends. I got questions. Are you ready? Oh, I'm yeah. going first because I'm going to steal one from Amanda. Okay, wait, now. wait, we're not doing, we're not talking about the new releases just yet. Wow. Okay, well, I'm making it known. I know which one she's going to steal. There's like fisticuffs happening in everything. I don't even know. Um, she's coming after me. Like, wow. Um, okay, first off. How do you find your anticipated reads? So do you, do you keep a list? Do you do you pre-order author newsletters? Like honestly, each month, usually around the 25th of the month, on the on the website on bookcaseandcoffee.com, I publish a list of books that are coming out in the following month that we're anticipating. So like right now, November's list is up there. All the covers are linked, so you can go over to Amazon and find the books and when they're coming out. Um, but I have to do digging to find this list because I don't keep a ongoing list of when authors mm -hmm. are putting pre-orders out and stuff because I suck. Um, but so, Heather, how do you find your anticipated reads? I, the author newsletters, if I... Um... I follow them on social media. I'm in their group, maybe on Facebook, or I follow them on Instagram. Um, I look at like PR, um, like emails too. Oh, well, like, yeah, the PR, like the listings yeah. on their website of upcoming yeah. tours, PR tours. And obviously I can't read all the arcs. Like some people try to, <clears throat> Rachel. <laughs> She's not even here to defend herself. <laughs> She's not. That's why I just threw under the bus. I mean, I'm good at that. Um, and then if I know that I can't read them, I mark it in my um, Google Keep. Can we talk about your countdown? Oh, I do countdowns also. I have an app on my phone where I keep track of books and the days till their release. <laughs> I don't know anyone else that does this. And then I may or may not remind authors sometimes in their Facebook groups or whatever, like we have a hundred days to wait. <laughs> Hurry out. <laughs> oh they hate me. Mostly Sawyer Bennett is like, seriously, Heather? 
How does she get a restraining order against Heather? Did she file that in North Carolina or is that filed in Minnesota? I just need I don't to know. <laughs> she didn't file it in Florida. She needs to do it in Calgary because I'm going to see her there. And <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay, Amanda, let's hope yours is not as unhinged as Heather's. Amanda, how do I you mean, keep track and find your um, anticipated reads? I mean, I don't really have anything to add after that. I mean, it's mostly the it's mostly the social media accounts. Um, I'm I'm fairly unhinged about checking um, social media accounts and you know Facebook groups and stuff. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty all up in there all the time. So I don't I don't really have any any other way that I track other than that. Um, I actually I do actually get some from Goodreads occasionally mm -hmm. because I'll forget something. And then BookBub will, you know, usually on release day, BookBub will release for any authors that I'm following in case I somehow missed it. But any author that I'm following, they'll email the day of release. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if you follow authors on Amazon too, Amazon will send you this author has an upcoming release or check out the latest release from this author. Um, just depends on however yeah. Amazon algorithm works. And that is helpful. Um, yeah. Because I... I have backed away from a lot of PR work um, just because of day job, consulting work, and the podcast. Um, I just don't have a lot. And recently, Lindsay and I just talked about, um, and I know Amanda's struggling with this a little bit too, new releases aren't hitting right yeah. now for us. Yeah, they're, they're few they're and far really between. Not. Yeah. Yeah. So like Amanda's been in a backlist deep dive for what, six months now? Oh my God. Yeah. Forever. I feel like all year, actually, I went back and looked and I started with Natasha Madison, I think March. And that was pretty much the start of it. And I've had a few, you know, new releases by some of my, you know, like my go-to authors and stuff. But other than that, it's every month it's been a backlist book that's been one of my favorites I think yeah yeah I'm you know we all know that I'm in this slump with struggling and I really hope that after HEA you know things will kind of lessen for me Leah's starting to do quick shots again which kind of takes some of the pressure off um for reviews for the podcast but new releases are just not hitting and I don't like some of the things that are happening with new releases from new to me authors because I'm still reading my go-to authors. And that brings me Same. to, this brings me to the next question. And I'm saying this and Mike Burrier is in the room, you guys. So <laughs> do you keep track of your pre-orders? Because I don't typically pre-order anything that's going to be in Kindle Unlimited. I don't either. Um. I just will screenshot it if I go to do a pre-order on something and I'll screenshot it and it's in my phone as a screenshot. But there are authors that I read, Sawyer Bennett, Carrie Ann Ryan, that their eBooks, Kelly Jamison, their eBooks are wide. Um, so they're not in Kindle Unlimited. And I pre-order them. Mm -hmm. And I don't keep track of them. No, it's like a little gift to yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't either. The other day, though, no, I, I, opened, don't, I, don't track. I opened my thing the other day, my Kindle. There might have been five. 
pre-orders. Oh, that hasn't happened to me in a long time. I did. Yeah, I don't think I've had that many in a while. Well, I did. So it was a couple who weeks ago. Oh yeah, who? Um, it was on a day that like. Melissa Foster had a release. Carrie oh. and Ryan had a release. Like, it was all of my wide authors, like, all in one mm-hmm. swoop. Um, yeah. Carrie Ann has a new one coming, like, this week. Have it's you read tomorrow, it yet? I think. Have you read it yet? No. It's a thruple. I know. And roommate, my jam. roommate thruple. It's so good. It's in the Montgomery Inc. Legacy series. Mm-hmm. And we all know I'm a fool for Carrie and Ryan. And the Patreon exclusive cover for this, hot. And you know what? She's giving us two thruples in a row. I know. Because the Wilder Brother book that comes out in December. I, that's on my list. I'm. Oh, I'm so sorry. It. Well, now you might as well talk about it because you spilled the tea already. I'm so so sorry. I think I actually I'm actually gonna read that one, and I'm not big on thruples, but I'm I'm reading that one. Yeah, but she has set this thruple up. Because have you been reading the Wilder Brothers, Amanda? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have. I'm not I'm not completely caught up, but I'm I think I'm one book behind. I'm obsessed with this series, and she has built this thrupling this relationship since book one. Well, yeah. I guess more like book three when we meet the um, uh, the bodyguard. And I also the Wilder brother, whichever E it is for this book, he pines. Mm-hmm. Like he's pining for everybody. And I just want to be like, I want someone to have that kind of dedication for me. No kidding. Like, anyway, um, okay. So, before we get to our anticipated reads, tell me, who are your one-click authors, no matter if they're in KU or not? Because do you do you buy KU books sometimes? I do, if it's Riley Edwards. Okay. Because I need that on my Kindle at 12, at midnight, because I'm going to start reading it then. Oh. So, I'm not waiting until 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not. So, yeah, if it's Riley Edwards, even if it's KU, it's pre-ordered. Yes. If I think I'm going to read it more than one time, I will buy it. Okay. Yeah? hmm Yeah. I, um, there are some that I pre-order on KU or one-click buy on KU, but that tends to be the authors that I just love and want to support so you know Krista Sandor I'm going to buy her books I'm going to buy the Helena Hunting books that are in now those I might pre-order the paperback (laughs) because I do like you know Helena's books for my bookie shelves um I also have been doing where if it's whisper sync um I will buy the audio oh yeah I missed that with Brittany Sahin's last one, and I was, like, mad at myself. It's so hard sometimes to be a book person, you guys. Mm-hmm. You kick yourself almost daily, and you're like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I feel all this pain. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of our anticipated reads. I will say, 
if I am looking for an anticipated release, a lot of times I just put into Google, November 2023, anticipated romance books. It usually mm. gives me a Goodreads shelf, um, yep. but it will also give me other book bloggers. I also have used fantasticfiction.com and you can hit their coming soon and you can go out 30 days and it will list books that are coming soon over there. And I, I do like that feature. Um, Amazon, you used to be able to search, but their search is broken and they're stupid and you can't do it anymore. But you can also always come to bookcase and coffee or buzzingaboutromance.com and see our list around the 25th of the month. We, we release the next month's list of books. But typically those are going to be books that um, we're anticipating because I put it out to like Amanda, to Leah, um, and, and they're the books that are on our radar. So we might be missing your favorite authors. I've been trying to pull some from the Goodreads list too when you ask me. So I'm getting some on there that we didn't necessarily have. Yeah, I've decided though I'm a snob and I don't care. I am a book <laughs> snob, you guys. Sometimes some of these anticipated releases are just bullshit. That's fair. Yeah, I kind of, I like what I like. Right. I mean. Yeah. And I'm done apologizing for liking what I like. Right. Yeah. And I think more of what I was pulling was stuff that maybe the community was, that I know the oh, yeah. people in our community read that I may just not read. Mm -hmm. oh. You are the nice person in this conversation right now, just so we're all clear. <laughs> It is not Heather and probably I. probably disagree. Uh -uh. <laughs> we are like the passive aggressive patsies <laughs> over here. Minnesota, sort of nice. Sort of nice. Um, sort of nice. Okay. So let's just start talking about like what's coming November, December that you uh -huh. can't wait to read. Go I ahead, Heather, have... before you like okay. lose your shit. I know. But I think this is. Uh, okay it is playing with fire by anna blakely it is her book two in her eagle's nest series right amanda yeah she it says the release is eleven twenty-eight. um anna blakely does something that i adore in an author she will start writing a book and if she does not feel that it is her best and what she wants readers to have she pulls and changes her release. And she I, does. Give her, I give her so much credit for doing that. I know that is a very hard decision, but she does it because she wants her readers to have the best experience. So I will always read her because I appreciate that she does that. I think that's fair. I think that that shows an author that's paying attention to detail you know, um, I'm trying to think, well, we had this experience with Helena Hunting mm -hmm. and BJ's book. Everybody wanted to be lovey and she wrote it that it was lovey, but it didn't work. So yeah. she scrapped Shattered Truth and started over. And that book's phenomenal. So good. And so I respect and appreciate that she put time into that even if it did delay and this is something i will always say authors do not owe you a book nope no not at all if an author isn't writing a book in a series that you want them to write tough shit they have to write yeah. what their heart is telling them right because man we read books that are pushed out because 
they're playing to their fan base or they're playing to trend and the books suck ass. And as a reader, I can tell. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Okay, Amanda, there are so many tangents tonight. People are not going to follow this episode at all. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) They're going to be like, wow, were they drinking? We were not sober. I am not drinking. Yeah. I'm sober. Um, Amanda, what book are you anticipating from November, December-ish? Oh, I have so many. Um, I'll leave Heather's alone. Um, So Melissa Foster's His Wicked Ways, which Mm -hmm. is the next in the Wicked Trilogy, comes out November 8th. Um, I'm very excited about that. That's Blaine's book. I have not. And, so I'm just reading the, is it the first one then in this series? Yeah, a little bit wicked. Yes. I'm just reading that for our group read because we're in the middle of clear the TBR and this book's been on my TBR. I've owned it for free since 2022. Yeah. I, I really read like it. that one. It's Justin and Chloe. So I, I love that one. Yeah. He pines. He pines hard. I like so, a piner. He's, he's good. Um, and then let's see. And then Susan Stoker's next one in her Refuge series is coming out November 14th. That's Deserving Cora. Um, I'm excited about that one. I re- That's a really great series. Um, the Refuge is, you know, former military guys, and they started kind of like a animal refuge for um, people with PTSD and other kind of trauma. And then what else? Um, Anna Hackett has um, her book, The Hero She Needs, which is Boone. Um, And she's been teasing that one since like the Norcross series. And it comes out December 7th. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I cannot wait for that book. I know. I'm so excited for that one. And she teased us with Boone in Keep. Yep. Yep. Oh, I know. I'm so ready for that book. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Marie Johnston's next in her Oil um, Kings is coming mm-hmm. out November sixteenth. A temporary memory. You're just taking all of them. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I don't, I don't see your list. Okay, let me skip around. I'll go to something oh. you don't have. <laughs> I didn't um, you. You. I do my own thing. Hello. <laughs> you can steal her whole list. Relax. <laughs> You can, because there's a couple on here that I know you don't have. Oh, You're yeah, fine. I'm, sure, I'm sure I have some. And then I think my next one. Um, no one owns a list. No one owns, <laughs> no one owns an anticipated release. <laughs> you are correct. Oh, and then my next one is Lulu Moore has The Shake Off, which is the second book in her New York Lions baseball series that comes out December 20th. I'm very excited for that one. And then... Okay, so I have I to ask a any... question. I know you're yeah. a Lulu fan, so, but I have to yes, ask I a am. question. Okay. And this is really a Lindsay question. Okay. Does she get baseball right? Because I'm going to say something. I tried to read one of her hockey books. She did not get hockey right. Her hockey was, at um, least in the first one that I read, her hockey was very interpretive. Yeah, and I know she has she has added beta readers for the hockey for her last hockey book she added i know she had a hockey person for beta reading i know she has baseball people for the first baseball book and the second one um one of them is actually someone who covered baseball as a sports writer okay so i don't know because i don't watch you don't watch baseball baseball. i mean i i will watch the world series but i couldn't tell you if if it's right or not yeah um but i do know that she has like someone who wrote 
okay. for like a sports outlet for baseball that's you know, covering her books. I know that she is British and that can create, yep. you know, some disconnect a little bit. Um, and so I will give some grace, but I just was curious to ask because that is something that comes up kind of frequently, particularly, well, we just got off our hockey episode last week. Um, it's something that comes up, sports done correctly. Um, Cause there's another yeah. British author that yeah. wrote hockey and placed it in the U.S. and so many wrong things. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm the person you ask if they got the football right. Okay. But not any of the other sports. Not I know sports. just enough about hockey to make me dangerous, um, but not, I don't really, but baseball, not so much. Go sports. Um, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. So, but okay. I mean, yeah, I know she has, I know she has someone that's beta reading that knows a lot about sports but, okay. or baseball. I asked the questions, Lindsay. I asked the questions. Um, nope. Okay. I have Mine for the Winter by Carrie Elks. It comes no, af, out November 30th. It is the last book in the Winterville series. And I am telling you all right now, you're going to fucking read the series this Christmas. <laughs> or no, you are on the naughty list and not even the good naughty list. Like with coal, that's oh. kind of nice. You're going to get the dusty, dirty coal fucking everywhere. My, that's some fighting words. I am. Well, Whoa. people are admitting they haven't read this series. I have not. And I'm I very either. mad at both of you right now. And Just Rachel. Like, I have not read Melissa Foster. I know you're probably going to be kicked out of the club. <laughs> Rachel, or, uh, Heather, I think we have to fire you. Like, you're just done now. <laughs> That's fine. When, when Heather goes on sabbatical, you all will know why. <laughs> she didn't read what we told her. Um, My Neighbor's Secret by Lauren Rowe is coming out December 1st. This is the third book in her... So, so far, the first two books in this series, they've been rom-coms, age gap, where she is older. So I'm curious to see what this third book is going to be. And then I have um, Finding the Road to Us by Carrie Ann Ryan. It is a thruple, and it is, this is the final book in the first grouping of the Wilder Brothers. I know, I I mean, at least we get more Wilders, like there's cousins. We do. And there's the Wilder Wedding that is coming. It's a novella. Um, But also, I'm ready to move on from the East so I can keep track of people better. I mean, there's that. There's that. (laughs) She did tell us she's never doing that again. She did. She said she's never doing it again. Um, Any Mm -hmm. other November, December releases that are on? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I have a bunch. Give them to us. Um, I well, wasn't obvi- done either. Oh, well, go back and forth. Give one, Heather, then Amanda can give one. <laughs> um, Bane, Sawyer Bennett. Oh, that's my obviously. Book of the week. Okay, well, sorry, but that's coming. I mean, like, it's going wide, like, Friday. Know, November. She's, is it Friday? She's releasing it early this coming Friday. And we're going to talk about that in Book of the Week because how far are you into this, into Bane? Um, I'll look. Um, it's, Okay. And then I'm just going to, okay. I'm going to we'll talk about more. it in a minute. Keep going. No, go ahead. So Kelly Fox is an MM writer. She has a new series coming, the Lost Boy series in Sagan, Texas. And it is The Thief. 
by Callie Fox, and he's a preacher. Okay. Um, Amanda, what do you have for uh, November, December? Well, I I have Iron Flame because I am all on that fourth wing bandwagon. I'm I'm ready. You go. So, and then I think did I you had... order the special edition fourth wing that comes out? Next week? No, because I no, I actually um I ordered a regular copy and had the edges sprayed. Okay. So by simply painted pages and they're clouds and lightning and dragons and it's it's fantastic. I amazing. I'm, I'm all about it. And then also Janice Whitaker has Cowboy of Convenience coming out December first. That's in her uh, Cowboys of Moss Creek. So that one's coming out. And I think Aurora That's... Rose Reynolds has oh, yeah. Until Hannah. I have read this because I proof uh, I'm on her team. Guys, you want to talk yeah. about swoony, over the top, growly protector dudes? You ain't seen nothing yet with Walker. Like, nice. Like, growly. I have to get caught up on that series. You can, that series is a really great one. You can read out of order. Okay. You can. I read the one. I think I read the first one. Yeah. Yeah. You can read that series absolutely out of order. What else you got? I oh, have wow. Broken Dreams. Um, it is a Whitlock family book by Corinne Michaels. It is book two, small town, single dad. He's a widow, and the cover is smoking hot. Okay, but the first book in that series was really disappointing. I liked it. I just thought it was really disappointing. Oh, let me see. Oh, yeah. That's like a that nice cover. cover. Mm -hmm. I just wish the book was a little more. Um, okay, what else do you got? The only other one I had for November, December was Sienna Snow Own, which is the third book in that Violent Nights trilogy. And I've been waiting on that one to start the trilogy. Okay. It's in the uh, Midnight Dynasty. It's one of the Morelli oh, sisters. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so that comes out in December. Okay. December 5th. Yeah. yeah. I have been waiting to start that one too. Maybe you and I can do a group of quick shots on that one. Oh yeah. I'm down. We'll do it book by book. I'm all for it. Right. What do you got? I thought Helena Huntane was putting one out in like that 10,000 nights and it's uh, Violet's she, mom. She is. It comes out in December. That's what I thought. So exciting yes it is violet's mom and stepdad um they're coming together lots of 80s fluff and fun in that oh, one nice i'm excited for um that. malia finelli has anybody read her mafia series mm -hmm. um her mafia virgin comes out in december and then um i see do you want to do this one for Amy Award, Amanda? Oh, I will just because I I the first book was fluffy fun, so I'm I'm excited because it's just because it's called The Wiener Across the Way. Like I I mean, come on. Right. So much fun. So that comes out December 28th. Um I think Veronica Eden has mm -hmm. the second book coming out in her um in her Heston U, but I can't find it. But I think it's coming out. 
She has a novella, I think, matching all the way, coming out in December. Okay. I really like her books. I really I liked too. her first book. I think it's better than um, What's Her Ass? Um, L. Kennedy. No. Yeah, L. Yeah. Kennedy. I think it was better than that. Um, AJ Truman has one coming out in November or December. He hasn't dropped the title, but you know this girl's going to be stuck in that release. Like, you know. Restraining order. Um, okay, so what releases are you looking for in 2024? I will start this because I actually ordered the special edition um, with the throwback cover on it. Uh, At First Spite by Olivia Dade. It's the Harlots Bay One. It's the first book. It's a new series that she's writing. Um, and she's doing another one of those cover wraps. Oh, yeah. I, I ordered it, too. Um, glad I'm not alone. Um, so that's coming out in February of 2024. I'm super excited for that. Um, anyway, jump in. Who's got books they can't wait for in 2024? I don't know. Um, I, I have a bunch. <laughs> I have a lot. I made a whole, I made a whole spreadsheet over here. Um, yeah, I, I have uh Brittany Sahin's The Fallen One, which is in her Falcon Falls series. It's Carter, who's the, um, he runs the team with, with Gray and his book comes out March 14th. And when I tell you that literally every reader that she has is like clamoring for this book, like it is like this, his story has been teased for like years. Um, so that's probably my most anticipated read for next year and then um, melissa foster has three that i know of um she has falling for mr bad on february 21st and that's um kane bad and sable um from the montgomery series then she has Mm -hmm. the next a taste of whiskey april 10th and that's the redemption ranch next one i think coming out which i I am desperate for because There's a hard rule on Redemption Ranch that coworkers cannot date. And oh, that yeah. book, they're fucking coworkers and he's a single dad. I'm anyway, I'm obsessed with that series. Yeah, I'm ready for that one. And then the next one in her Braden Montgomery enticing her love is July 10th. I think that might be the last one coming out in that one. I'm not sure that that one is the series is really long. And then Susan Stoker has um, two new ones coming out. Her Eagle Point Search and Rescue, Searching for Heather <laughs> is the name mm-hmm. of that one, January yep. 2nd. And then Deserving Lara on February 6th. That's another one in the refuge. So those are those are all the big, big top ones for me, I think. Um, Natasha Madison, in she has one more Southern Wedding coming in January. And then yep. she goes back to Made for You in... March. Um, she March has, yeah. She has a new series listed. Meant for meant for series book one is meant for stone coming March first. Okay, so know. it's the next four. Like we were teased Stone's book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his heroine is Riley, Romeo's sister. And yeah. she's fucking sassy. So I cannot wait for that. Is... Yeah. I haven't even looked at my 2024. Um, well, I have some. Like Stace, uh, 
Stay Present, Stay Anyway by Kaylee Ryan. Those are coming out early 2024. Those are the final two brothers and her Kincaid brothers. Um, Strictly Not For You. It's book four in the Salinger Brothers series by Carrie Elks. This, so if you haven't read the Salinger Brothers, this is great. It's four brothers. The first four books are the four brothers. Then they have two half brothers. And they are, they're just really well written Book three, he's the coach of a uh, minor ECHL hockey team, and she's the granddaughter of the owner. Um, But in this next book, he's a doctor and a surgeon, and they all kind of have enemies to lovers vibe. Um, I just, I really, I love Carrie Elk, so, you know, whatever, right? Um. Carrie and Ryan kicks off a new series with her good time boyfriend coming in January of 2024. Um, that one looks so good. Doesn't it? So good. And those covers, those covers. Okay. Those. Can we just say anything Carrie and Ryan puts out? We're devouring. We are. We can. And also like I'm dying on her Patreon covers or Patreon exclusive covers mm-hmm. for these books. I know. They're so freaking spicy. I love them. I love them all so and- much. Um, Zoe Blake in February and March goes back to the Cavalieri, uh, billionaire series. She has, um, seduction of the patriarch. And then I guess April scorn of the betrothed. And then she's got book seven, her ruthless obsession series, which is sweet severity. Now, if you like primal kink and I know Amanda just came off, pray tell, but what? She, what is this book called again? It is um, the Ruthless Obsession series. You need to read Zoe Blake if you haven't read Zoe Blake. The only problem is a li- some of them have virgin heroines, but they're not too stupid to live virgin heroines. It's just that they're daughters of mafia. And so they're mm-hmm. like protected, but they're I'm not princesses. I'm fine with that in a dark romance. I'm just getting annoyed with it in straight contemporary right now. Yeah. I, I feel like I read a ton of them and I'm just like, really? Like, can we just get somebody that's, you know, over 21 and not a virgin? Having please? the sex. Um, read Zoe Blake. They are dark. They are steamy. And she leans into the primal kink. Often there is not a lot of consent in her books. So if you're looking for consent you probably should skip those. Um, But I do like those. Uh, April, we've got that one touched by Carrie Elks. It's the second book in her next gen of hearts and Creek. And that one regret was spicy as all get out. Um, I really liked. And then in January, this is like the book that even though it's in KU, I had pre-ordered it. The Ward Willing by Amanda Richardson. It's part oh of her God. Ravage Castle series. Did you finally read this series? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I read I read Pray Tell and Mary and Lies. Mary Lies yesterday. And the like I finished it today. So just wait for book of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I read that book. I read Pray Tell and I found it by accident. I was looking for Primal Kink. And I read it, but it, and I've never heard of Amanda Richardson. And I read it, and I'm like, "Where has this author been?" Like, no, I know the spice, and 
the heroin oh my god anyway okay i know um no yeah that's my that is my number one like anticipated release for january right now same um sawyer bennett we're gonna get boone's book and i heard that's gonna break our hearts um and then callum is coming on march 12th and he is the gm and i've been in love with him been in love with him silver fox mm-hmm. and i licked him first like claimed. i'm telling you claimed bane is mine bane? he's six five he's six that's five. fine because i think i called boone like back when i when i found her and i was like you guys have to give me one and somebody was like oh you can have boone i was like okay i'll take it yeah so, and then she's I'm, been teasing yeah. that story in her instagram and in her facebook group and i'm like what are you doing to us sister um but she has a new series that she's coming out with. I'm very excited. Can... I have the countdown for that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the feud, the Bluegrass Empire series. <laughs> and Heather has a countdown. I think I do. April 30th. So what? however many days till then. Well, I mean, I have so many. She can't know. keep track. She can't even find it. I um, can't. I have so many. Kennedy Ryan, the follow-up to her oh, yeah. um, book that she had. What was that? Um, Is it Let Me Let Go? Yeah. Just yes. Let Me Let Go. Let me let go. The follow-up, This Could Be Us. I'm very excited for that. Um, there's a couple others, but that's the main of what I can't wait for. Oh, I have to add one for Merit. Sure. Um, it, well, it's for me, too, but Suzanne Wright the next book in her Olympus series, which is the shifters. Oh, yeah. He dares comes out March 8th. Okay. So that was my only other one. Um, so yeah, that's what we've got. You can find this list on our, on the shelf show notes. Um, but now I feel like we have to talk about book of the week because I need to know where Heather is at in my book of the week, because there is a line in the book and I'm mad. And I'm 22. I'm at 22%. Well, then you're not far enough to have this line, and I can't spoil it for you. Okay. Now I'm mad. Now I'm even more mad than I was when I started. I tell you what, I'm, I'll am i mute myself. You say the thing, and then give me a thumbs up when I can listen. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Um, so it's that time, everyone, for Book of, of the uh, week. week. It's Book of the Week time. Okay, Heather, <laughs> what is your Book of the Week? Oh, I think she's muted. Oh, okay. Um, I'll do my book of the week first. <laughs> my book of the week is Bane by Sawyer Bennett. It is book seven in her Pittsburgh Titan series. Um, are, you're gonna are you gonna read this, Amanda? You, yes. Okay. But that's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to spoil this for so. anyone, but there is a throwaway line by Brienne when she's helping Kira through something. She's on the phone call. She's on a phone call with Callum and says, did you get him to sign? And she then returns and says, great. Do you think that Gray, the GM of the Cold Fury, is going to say anything or make a statement? And that's all we fucking get. There is no other hints. Just this throwaway fucking line. And I'm like, what? What? Now, I've been keeping a secret, and I'm still not allowed to tell my secret, 
But Ugh. hopefully by next week, I can tell my secret. Because I'm really mad. I had hoped that they would give away a little more in that one line. So pay attention to that line, people. And know oh that God, I've been... I'm going to be on vacation, so you're going to have to text me and let me know when you can tell me. I have been keeping a secret for six months. Anyway, okay. Heather's back, so I didn't ruin the book for her. So animated, I was dying. <laughs> well, oh because God. I'm keeping it's the secret. The Bane book, I'm keeping a secret, and I've been keeping it for six months, and we all know I cannot keep secrets. No, you can't. <clears throat> but Lisa was teasing me through email and um messages, and I'm like, don't ruin it for me. I'm so mad. <laughs> but they don't give it, they do not give you the secret in the book, just so you know. So well, she, she still me, can't tell us. So I can't tell you. Lisa said something's coming, like surprise. Yeah. Shorty. <laughs> There's a surprise coming in December, but we can't say anything else. Okay. Well, anyway, I said, here's my credit card. <laughs> Amanda. Oh, what is your book of the week? Okay. My book of the week. And I, it's not going to be the one you think it is. It's, it's actually Mary Lies. By Amanda Richardson, because mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be Pray Tell going in. And while I love that book and everyone should read that book, Mary Lies, I like, oh my God, that book. Jenny like, and I is... did a quick shot on that book. You should go listen to that because. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it is, it's so good. It's Marriage of Convenience. Um, God, he is so grumpy. And it's opposites attract, and he is such a fool for her. And I, I mean, the voyeurism, which I, you know, I was not ready for. Oh my god! Oh, the voyeurism is like next level kink, and there are vibrators and dildos involved, and mutual I, masturbation, like I spicy. Mean, this book, I mean, I if if you have not read *Pray Tell* or *Mary Lies* by Amanda Richardson, like do yourself a favor. Like, I mean, my God. Well, and Ooh. Mary Lies has some amazing mental health rep. It really does. Yeah. I mean, it, this book just all around. I mean, I, I can go on about the spice, but it's balanced so well with like deep emotion. And it, there's just, there's so much like character depth. And Lucifer I, the goat is a highlight. Oh my God. The pygmy goat. He is, he is so like read the book i mean just like just read legit the read these books yeah um heather what's your book of the week well it is bane and i am going slow because i want to enjoy it so i have audio and i'm reading it and connor grace is bane so not and sad about i that. could not i i understand the need to want to save her i could not put it down i had I zero control I don't want to put it down. It is, he is so hot. There is a scene in a hallway and I was dying. I'm like, it is one of the best scenes Sawyer has written, I think. So much banging. So much banging. So much banging. But Which it's... you would expect with Friends with Benefits. Yeah. That's why I'm telling you. That's why he's mine because... Cool. No, I get it. Um, okay. You can find our book of the week listed in our on the shelf show notes. 
quick Patreon update. Welcome to new Patreon members Christy, Marcy, Phoebe, and Marisol. We are so excited to have you as a part of the Buzzing About Romance community. Um, and we look forward to having you joining us for book chats and Buzzing About Romance Buzzing Book Club. Um, celebrating one year as in the hive is Merit. Um, Merit, we're Yay. so glad you found us and that you read all the chaotic books for us. <laughs> um, and Danica, one of our founding members, has been in the hive for three years this month. So, Danica, thank you for Yay. continuing your support of the podcast. And Danica was one of the first people I asked like, do you think I could do a podcast? Do you think like people would listen? She's like, yeah, you should totally do it. And has been my cheerleader. And which if you know Danica, she's a little bit of a curmudgeon. So for her to be a cheerleader, you like, it gives you huge confidence boost. So I will always be grateful to Danica for believing in me. Um, Swag packs will be hitting mailboxes around the 10th of this month. I am so excited to share our swag pack sponsors for November. They are Cambria Herbert, Aaron Nicholas, and Penny Reed. You can find ways to follow and connect with all of those authors on our on-the-shelf show notes. Thank you to them for providing us with the swag in our swag packs. You can... Um, and in the coming weeks and coming episodes, we'll let you know which of their books are our favorite and some of their newer releases they have coming out. All members of Patreon get exclusive episodes such as Should You Read It's and Buzzing After Darks. They also get membership to Buzzing Book Club, which is always a hoot and a good time. Um, and then we have book chats that we've brought back, which apparently we did Friday night and looked at Wander's website and model photography for sale no i missed that part we oh, did amanda for like a good solid 45 minutes we trolled his website and his model oh my goodness i missed that part i had to go before that happened <laughs> yeah it was time well spent is all i'm telling yeah. you it was it was He's uh, very talented. he is very talented and he has some very, very good looking gentlemen that and women that pose for oh, him yeah so talented. And that obviously models are very talented. Yeah. Uh, swag packs go out to Fancy Drinks, Cold Brew, and Queen Bee Tier. We still have fun buzzing about romance exclusive stickers along with what authors are providing us. You can also find mood reader cards and other fun things. Um, again, these are mailed monthly around the 10th of the month. And we do ship these internationally. This perk is mailed only once monthly. If you join after the 10th of the month, your first swag pack will be mailed to you the following month. You can find a list of all of our events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, IG lives, and book club. And I mentioned earlier in the episode, we are in the midst of clear the TBR challenge. This is an incentive where we will award, you will receive rewards for clearing books off your TBR. Um, you can find rules and ways to enter on our website. We also are hosting weekly group reads um, to help you clear some titles off your TBR. Yay! And how Yay. many of the group reads were actually on your TBR? <laughs> um, I had I had a couple that were on there. Um, some I had already read, but yeah, there were a few on there. Um, 
I was accused earlier of just adding to everybody's TBR with this challenge, but. I mean, really, that's what we do I, like, here. That's the whole job. Yeah. Right? Our whole job yes. is to destroy your TBR. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to get to the bottom of it. So never. why even bother? Just read the good books. Read the books Becky tells you to read because your life will be better. Yes, yes, it will. I can I can tell you that it was this weekend. Yes. It's so funny. Every time Jenny says that, and Lindsay just said that to me earlier, she's like, I'm just going to start reading the books you tell me to read because I have no patience for the chaos. And I'm like, well, I picked these two books, so not sure I can always win it. I just, I'm such a mood reader. Like, I download things on my Kindle, and then it's, like, roulette of, like, oh, this one's going to go. You know, you'd think 20 is enough, but apparently not in my world. I only have nine of my Kindle Unlimited borrows, but I got rid of my want-to-read shelf on Goodreads. I got rid of everything. I just, I sent every book back. Anyway, you can find out about that on the previous episode about um, reader burnout. Anyway. Uh, Heather and Amanda, thank you so much for hanging out and talking about anticipated reads and one-click authors with me, and also the chaos—the <laughs> chaos of the book world. Thank you. Um, until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 